0: This week, we're taking a bit of a northern detour. There are few places in this dimension that are as special to me and as foundational to me as a being as a small town in Vermont, just south of St. Johnsbury. From the town square, it's just a short drive to the Ms. Lindenville Diner, where one can enjoy a handsome slice of maple cream pie, especially tasty after a long summer's afternoon spent swimming at Harvey's Lake. In that cool, dark water, You can feel the squishy silt of the lake floor yield with every step until you're far enough out where you can no longer stand and you just float, sure that a fish is darting past below. Some of that same soft clay, the formation carrying the legacy of millions of aquatic species that thrived when the area was a prehistoric coastline, undoubtedly made its way from the bottom of those lakes and rivers and under the swaying grasses of verdant fields into the many pottery studios and schools of the region. And some of that clay must have been used by my own mother when she studied ceramics there in the late sixties, molding and spinning that clay into pitchers, vases, and vessels of various kinds. Now, after more than forty years sitting in cardboard boxes in the attic, those items are here with me, unpacked and in use. "'It's a remarkable thing to be able to hold "'and use an object that was formed by hands you have known, "'something of themselves still present. "'All their choices and instincts "'rendered in the clay and made solid. "'They were responsible in deciding the shape, "'the glaze, the position of the handle, or "'the texture on the outside. "'To be able to trace one's artistic impulse "'back through time, "'to appreciate the vastness of nature and her seasons, "'to continue to find joy in every moment. While always moving forward, these are some of the things we're talking about this week as we hike up to a hidden waterfall, step behind it, and find a portal that leads us to the deep night. Oh, French, hello. It's me, Dale Shaver, and I'm once again so pleased to be with you, despite the relentlessness of the Ides of March trying to tear things asunder at every turn. As your host, guide, and guru for this next hour of regrets and revelations we call the Deep Night, we come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And uh, not a lot to report on from the Gowanus. Oh, someone tried to pour green dye into the canal, and the Gowanus so violently rejected it that it spat the colorful liquid right back onto the well-intentioned interloper. On the bright side, that person has the complexion and hair color of a vibrant shamrock. But unfortunately, they also have the syphilis of a promiscuous leprechaun. Live and learn, friends. Stay safe out there. Speaking of larger than life, tonight, on The Deep Night, I'm joined by a fantastic artist and creative mind, James Kachalka. James is someone, as I say in the conversation, who has been a steady presence. Uh, Someone whose work I have seen and admired for ages. Whenever I'm in comic shops, bookstores, his influential American elf ranks up there with some of the greatest works in comics, and you should have it on your shelf. When baby, now almost teen, Pepsi, my niece Katrina's daughter, came along, I was often tasked with reading to her, and I especially loved discovering James's work all over again with the Johnny Boo series, which is about a friendly ghost, uh, Johnny Boo and his ghost pal, and all the misadventures uh, they get into. James is prolific, and there are many titles in many series out there, and he's got a new one out right now, the latest in the Glork Patrol series. Glork Patrol takes a bath, which is good for any age. I recommend all of them. We talk about, well, just about everything in this wide-ranging, and I would say high-energy discussion. It was a joy to talk with him. Let's go now to my conversation with James Kachalka. James Kachanka, welcome to the deep night.
1: Oh, it's, it's great to be here. Uh, oh my Brought gosh. my flashlight. <laughs>
0: yes, good. <laughs> That's what's required as we illuminate these strange corners, isn't it? Uh, you're joining us from the wilds of the Green Mountain State.
1: That's right, Vermont. Uh, oh, <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it, James. We used to spend a few weeks each summer in Peacham. Have you ever been out that way?
1: Well, uh... I've heard of it. I sure. must have been there. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> right.
0: Well, it's well-known uh, well, well known for its quaint little village, uh, a Buddhist retreat that might be a sex cult, and an unfortunately named motor court run by a French-Canadian woman with a passion for poodles.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were some good summers I spent
1: up there. I missed
0: it. Um, oh,
1: it's, you know, Vermont is wonderful if you like, you know, hiking and... Uh, food, and, be- <laughs> and beer. <laughs> yes, it is certainly a little bit still untamed, though, isn't it? Yes, well, sir, there. Are, you know, I I live in Burlington, which is the Vermont's largest city. Right. But it's only like thirty or forty thousand people, so. Right.
0: Uh, uh, people can get up to all sorts of things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, well, like
1: you-, you know. um which most people wouldn't call a city at all.
0: Yeah, you know, like right. Yeah, but yeah, a, a mountain village.
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty. Uh, it feels like a city here to me. Uh, you know, we've <laughs> yes. got uh, our art scene and music scene and people writing plays and making movies. So you know, absolutely, a, a, a vibrant cultural scene.
0: Yes, yes. No, I know. And drawing
1: that comics, of course. Of Lots course. of people here drawing comics.
0: Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and how did you end up to be in Vermont? Is that where you are from, or or no?
1: Well, I'm basically from here. My parents moved here when I was uh, two. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're steeped in it. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I for uh, I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, for two years, uh, and went to the big art school down there, Maryland Institute College of Art. Yes. Yeah, study uh, oil painting. Huh. Um, and um, I, it was actually. The, uh, well, I was going to say I got back into drawing. I never really stopped drawing comics, but I. Um, I was drawing this comic uh, when I was a, um, a security guard there, there. Uh, the school security is like 100 uh, percent student um run uh so perhaps unwise (laughs) (laughs) um i had a job as a security guard and all the security guards drew comics in like this like it drew this gigantic epic jam comic in the uh in like a i don't know like a, a sketchbook that was like there at the desk yeah um so uh
0: like an oh, exquisite mad. corpse kind of a thing or like yeah, a yeah. Well, raw... you, you, Yeah,
1: you know, you'd see... You could go back and read the whole thing so you'd know, like, the whole storyline thus far. Mm-hmm. I kind of would always derail it with my own characters doing their own, <laughs> own thing. <laughs> 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 well, uh, uh, I'd
0: like to get back to that in a second, but if I can just uh, uh, attack this Vermont piece to, uh, down um, with one other question for you. Because... Um, when I was up there, I experienced my first UFO. And and that was because I think the skies are so dark in Vermont that one could see all sorts of things.
1: Oh, sure. Like yeah. as I was saying before, we don't really have any big cities. So that yeah. means um there's less uh light pollution, you right. know, at night so you can see um yeah, if you get outside if you get outside of Burlington, you can see like the whole universe, when you look up. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. And have you seen any unusual things up there, perhaps in the skies or the woods, or you have a lake nearby?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, there's a monster we have in our lake that, well, there's the famous monster, Champ, right? Yes. It's like, you know, um prehistoric uh, water beast, like yes. all, like all the big lakes have. we that lake is gigantic it's absolutely gigantic you know it's it's the next biggest lake in north america after the the great lakes yes Uh, and i believe we were a great lake for six months um because our senator Leahy, uh you know worked it through in some bill and then i think it got rescinded because the other great lakes Complain.
0: <laughs> I mean, you had to know that was going to
1: happen. <laughs> Maybe I'm making this up. <laughs> I think I remember something about that. Anyhow, um, there's another monster um, which I have seen very fleetingly, called uh, the um, the sea which is it's got the body of a man, the head of a uh, seal. And um, uh, uh, claws like a lobster.
0: That's quite a combination, evolutionarily <laughs> speaking. <laughs> Sounds like there may be. Um, I've
1: drawn about him before in my yeah. in my uh, uh, diary comics, but um, I am the only person that. Believes this monster exists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, I mean,
0: I guess good. Uh, we all need. We all need to have. I, was
1: like, oh, I believe something. in uh, air quotes.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. But have and have you, you? never drawn Champ at all. Have you been? Tempted? No, no, I haven't drawn no. Champ. No, never. Just a blanket. You I'm refuse.
1: Against, I'm against <laughs> Champ. And pro okay. Se- Seagark. Okay,
0: <laughs> Seagark wins out in that one. <laughs> oh, well, I mean it. Uh, okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. You 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 brought yeah. out some strange uh, things that I wouldn't nearly. Or talk about hey, are you? <laughs> that That's what that's
0: what happens in this on this show. Um, and and the the seagark it dwells in the lake as well. Or this is more of a no, stream no. A river creature. No, it, 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 it
1: in the lake. It lives okay. in the
0: lake. Okay, all right. Um,
1: I don't know what it's doing in freshwater because it really should be in the open sea.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's probably a conflict uh, uh, for it as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's
1: probably. You know, it probably. Um, I, I would think it probably crawls out and, uh, you know, licks the salt licks that people put out for deer and stuff. Yeah. That's probably how it maintains its salty nature. It's
0: affinity for salt water. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has to get
1: it somewhere. That's true. <laughs> also, you know, we salt the um, we salt the roads, you know, yeah. uh, in the winter to prevent uh, ice. And I believe it, it, it probably crawls out of the lake and, And licks the salt off the roads.
0: And it must have, uh, for for being able to survive in such cold temperatures, it must have a a decent coat of fur. I was imagining when you said... Well, like a seal,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess when you said torso of a man, I was thinking, you know,
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. imagine that the the furry head of the seal extends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Down, yeah. 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 Well, and they can survive in many, many uh, cold places. Oh, yes, so, yeah. They're, uh, they're great. Listen, they figured it out. <laughs> it doesn't need me. tips from me on how to survive. <laughs> I cling to my space heater. <laughs> But I wonder if the uh, dark skies and the whatever's going on in the water there perhaps inspired things like the outer space series, Glork Patrol, uh, which you have uh, a new edition of that's
1: just come out, right? Oh, yes. Um, It's hard to know for sure where inspiration comes. It comes from every direction at once. So, so yeah, Um, I'm a big sci-fi fan. Um, I read a lot of uh science fiction novels. I'm currently reading uh, old classic uh Foundation trilogy by Isaac oh. Asimov. Um uh, which I'd never read before.
0: Yeah. They uh, recently made that into a television show.
1: That's probably why I started reading it. But yeah. I, <laughs> I did not watch the show.
0: Oh. Yeah. I did and I think it's it's pretty okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as, as those, I mean, I am also a fan, and I thought that would uh, that one was a nice one to to oh, okay. to go along with. It's uh, got well, a lot is, of the elements.
1: The book is great. Ah, is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, not at all uh, what I was expecting. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was expecting, but it <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think as a kid, uh, I uh, imagining it was going to have like a lot of like. I thought it was going to be too smart for me, hmm. like that it was going to get into too much of the nitty gritty of how this universe worked or something, but but really, it's uh, snappy, peppy um, storytelling, very simple uh, uh, English, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like always helpful. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you know, a lot of people like to show off in their writing with you know like. Difficult and obscure words, and um, this is not like that,
0: yeah. Some kind of though, uh, powerful math is at work. In that, uh, I don't know how complicated it is to read it, but there is some oh, well, they uh,
1: talk the, the, about the math, the, yeah, but they don't describe the math.
0: <laughs> That's for the best, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: well, like a lot of writers want to get into you know the physics and the you know, like. They they want to crunch the numbers, and to to show how their world works, and yeah. that stuff can really bog you down.
0: For sure. Um, yeah. For sure. I. Remember- so I don't
1: get bogged down in any of that kind of stuff in my sci-fi. <laughs> I get right to the fun.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I I really uh, appreciate that spirit that's with it, <laughs> and they like the the elegance that is portrayed and conveyed through the simplicity of it uh, is, is really wonderful. Um, uh, you know, I was talking about sci-fi, I was drawn to things during the pandemic where everyone was on a spaceship and uh, had to do something, or had to go somewhere, but couldn't leave. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps, obviously, I was attracted to that. Um, But I always appreciate when they science their way out of it as opposed to blast their way out of it. Oh, sure. And uh, there's uh, some good-
1: Well, Glerkian Warriors uh, attempts to blast his way out of things, or headbutt his way out of things. (laughs) It doesn't always work all all that that well for him.
0: Shows the limitations of that, when rather applying a little bit of knowledge or a little bit of uh, tenderness. is often the better way to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um so uh, another inspiration uh, uh for these books uh which is probably pretty obvious is uh parenthood. Uh-huh. Um yes. Being a dad. Uh Glurking Warrior basically is space dad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right.
0: <laughs> and you have a the the leader who's kind of the dad is maybe a little out of his depth. You have uh, a little piece of equipment that uh, is not being listened to as much as it maybe should be. That's
1: right. His his super backpack. Yeah, it yeah. is the 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 uh, really the adult voice. Um, <laughs> the dad is not so much the adult voice, <laughs> but his backpack, his uh, is the voice of reason. Very wise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you have
1: the baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And various other uh, dragons space beasts and robots that come in. Yes,
1: well they, you know, they um they they uh, they adopt the, the the first space beast they they fight. <laughs> <laughs> as a, another member of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as one should.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and things uh, go pretty well from there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they are so there were three Glorkian warrior graphic novels. Yes. And uh, with first second, uh, the publisher um, and then I uh, r- r- sort of revamped it as Glark Patrol, and there are two Glark Patrol books out: uh, Glark Patrol on the Bad Planet and the new one, Glark Patrol Takes a Bath. Yes. <laughs> um, and and I'm, I'm working right now on uh, uh, Glark patrol, and the magic robot. So uh, magic robot was in the first Glorkian warrior book, but he's back. He's coming back.
0: (laughs) Further adventures. Uh, uh, But do do you see it connected uh, in that way to your other work where it's documenting certain things that happen? I mean, it's in space and there's all these other elements, but as you said, rooted in your own experience as a parent, um, are you finding you can... uh, Extrapolate well, from
1: things that happen. to me. Sure, you? but it's not like, not like really drawing like actual things that happened to me exactly, but just, mm, you know, uh, uh, more like just inspired by life. Um, you know, like you've got to give your kid a bath. This isn't about an actual bath that we, <laughs> I don't know kids had to take, but it's about right. that experience of having to give your kid a bath.
0: Yeah. Worried you might drown them.
1: <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, when they're really little, you really don't know what you're doing. You don't know right. what you're doing. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> and it's also from my own experience as a kid. I didn't want to take a bath. I'd run away. Um, so um, that, that didn't really happen. With, so that's like more from my own experience growing up than it is from my experience being a father. Yeah. So it's like both, you know, I don't know. Right. Life just, you know... You you live a whole life, and then you write some books, and some <laughs> of your life is gonna is gonna end up in there. <laughs>
0: oh <No>, sure, <laughs> that's because we have to convey the truth. I mean, that's what it,
1: that's right. what we're there for, yeah, right? That's and that's exactly what people it. respond that's, that's to. That's what that's what art is all about. You you uh, it, it, you experience the world, and then you uh, you make art out of that experience, and um, and hopefully learn something. About uh, about yourself and what it means to be a human being. Um, I think that that's what art is all about. And then when a reader reads it, you know, hopefully they learn something about themselves and what it means to be a human being. Yeah. Now, um, this might be a grand way to talk about a very silly, silly <laughs> series of books, right? Like they are goofy beyond compare. But um, but all art has the the really the same goals, uh, and well, and entertainment. Um, yes, yes,
0: it's <laughs> a, a helpful vehicle. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh,
1: yeah, those are the t- the two things I'm doing: are trying to make kids laugh, right, and then also uh, uh, to to make our hearts grow. That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's lovely. Uh, um, well, uh, and I think you achieved that. I, I oh, do. Oh, good, good. And there was a lesson that I learned just by watching a little short video thing, which you explain how to fit words into a, a, a thought bubble or speech bubble. Yeah, yeah. And-, and the, Well, the, I
1: noticed, um, uh, well, uh, when I was named the cartoonist laureate of Vermont, I started to get asked the first cartoonist laureate of vermont i started to get asked to come and speak at this library or at this school and then when my my own kids were in school too they want they wanted me to come in and teach comics to their friends and stuff so I, i for a while i was doing quite a bit of that um and one thing i noticed when kids would draw their comics is uh they were a mess, like an un- unreadable mess, <laughs> right. right? Like, um, uh, the word balloons would be so crammed with words you couldn't even tell what the words were, you know, right. um, and they just couldn't fit them in. Um, uh, uh, they'd put the try and put the word balloon in a place on the panel where there really wasn't space for it, they'd be like all this space over here, but they'd try and put it in this place where there was no space. or. <laughs> even if they did put it in a good place. So this is the mistake that, that kids always make. They'll draw their word balloon and then they'll try to fit the words in it. Yeah, that is a sure uh, disaster. Um, you have to write the words first and then draw the word balloon around it. Now, I would go even... This is too much for them, uh, too much thinking ahead. I would go a step further and I would maybe even write the words before you drew any picture at all. Oh, But yeah. um, sometimes I do that. Um, but that's too much to ask of a kid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. But like, draw your picture, draw your words, draw the word balloon around it. The words will always fit in the word balloon. Then.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I find that a very helpful advice and very yeah. meaningful advice a, to, and, to and, not and, to, and, and, to draw a parameter or border around your thinking but uh, do the thought first. Have yeah. the thought. See how much oh, space yeah. you good need to take. good for, philosophy
1: for life in general, even yeah. not just on the paper. Yes, but, <laughs> that's like, what I mean. What am I going to think about today?
0: <laughs> right. I have this much space to think it in. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, draw the line afterwards. It's very helpful. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, well, uh, James, I feel like your name and your work have been a constant presence for me as I've Lurked in and out of comic book shops and graphic novel aisles of bookstores and things. Um, it really has—you've been there for a long time. American Elf was a—is
1: that still going? This. Well, I did uh, quit. I drew it daily for 14 years, and then I quit. Um, and then I found illustrated diary
0: of your life almost. Yes, a
1: daily diary comic strip. Yes. Um, I think I invented that form. Um, oh, I mean there's good. like li- literally thousands of people doing it all over the globe now but uh, yeah uh, I believe I invented it yes yeah um, uh, or at least popularized it but I think I invented it um, I mean I didn't invent drawing autobiographical comics but but to do it as a daily yes the practice strip, of it sure yeah. yeah yeah um um what was it? oh what was I saying? I don't know. Oh, I quit. Yeah, I quit. Um, but then I found I would draw them every once in a while, like uh, kind of like one or two a year. And then um, I signed up for a Patreon just because the rules were about to change, I think. And um, and I was afraid of, uh, like if I wanted to be grandfathered in on a better uh, split like revenue split. Sure. I had no plan of starting a Patreon at all. I just wanted to be sure I was grandfathered in with the old rules. Um, and so I started one and I didn't do anything. And then after a year or two of having it, someone subscribed. I'd like never even <laughs> told anyone. I'm like, oh my God, now I got to put something on there. Oh, right. So then I I, I kind of started doing the strip again. Uh, I do it a one, to three, one to three American Elf diary strips a month now. Uh, and then I post other stuff too. Uh, I serialized a graphic novel on there. A second elf cat graphic novel, and I put a ton of songs on. Put on songs every day. <laughs>
0: yes, um, that's a big part of what you do too. This music yeah, making. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and I used to just forget. I used to write uh, songs every day and forget them. Uh, <laughs> uh, then my wife bought me a phone. I just said I did not want a phone uh a cell phone mm-hmm. um but a couple of years ago she got me a cell phone and the best the worst thing about the cell phone is now the internet follows me everywhere i go right which is a nightmare just an absolute nightmare but i mean i love it but it's a nightmare yes. um uh the good thing about having the cell phone is i can just pick it up every time i get a dumb little song idea i just sing it into voice messages and now i put them on my uh Patreon and I've got like constant content all the time. Uh so
0: do you interact with those with the drawings as well? Do you do uh animated videos to go with them or not? That
1: would be too much.
0: Is that a goal? Or that's just oh
1: mean I would love uh I mean I know the basically how to animate. Um what I don't really know how to do is use the animation software and I would like to I don't know how you choose one I mean, there's like dozens right. of yeah. uh, of programs to choose from, I and mean, everyone says different ones better one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I know. I, I've, I've noodled um, I with the like, iPad like one to...
0: a little bit, and it's uh, seems like it's straightforward. But the then I realize I have to draw that thing so many times, I just give up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I would like. Yeah, I would like to do it. Uh, 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 I would like to do animation. Um, I mean, I have done professional animation stuff where yes. you know, like the studio hires other people to draw it all uh i mean i do the what do you call it um script and then right uh, i i like to my favorite way to work is to draw my scripts as a comic uh, rather right. than to type my scripts and then the storyboarders will take my drawings and redraw them. Um, <laughs> right. Seems pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it works great.
0: Yeah. Well, um, and uh, forgive me if this is a question that you are mm, over, but because I don't know, I'm going to ask it anyway, and because I have an interest in alter egos and characters, how did you settle on the elf as the avatar?
1: Um... Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But but one reason is um, he's very goofy looking, right? Like he's yeah. got this like big lip that sticks out, and these two big teeth that stick out, and these big ear, big long pointy ears that stick out, and that's just kind of how I felt. I felt awkward, um, like at a party or. Wherever I just felt like I wanted to crawl out of my skin, you know, (laughs) and so I drew this character that um, that that looked as ridiculous as I felt
0: sure. And sometimes well, I said different.
1: I don't want to talk about it. No, I just about it. <laughs> yeah, it was,
0: sometimes we just lean into the things and exaggerate uh, yeah. the things that uh, maybe it's either a, a chore or a comfort I found with alter egos, and sometimes it's a little bit of both uh, <laughs> at the yeah. same time. Uh, but
1: but he also has this sort of like happy sort of look about him.
0: Sure. Right. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. Uh, and
0: uh, very I expressive. I,
1: do, I think I. I have that sort of look about me in real life. It's,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you seem joyful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's a real... I,
1: I am joyful. Life is still a struggle, though. I'm joyful. Yeah. Life is full of joy. But, you know, it's, it's pretty hard, too. It's,
0: it's...
1: Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Ac- Increasing exponentially, sometimes, it feels. like. yeah.
1: But, yeah. Um, yeah, now I'm back to worrying about nuclear war. I know. I've been worried about nuclear war since high school. I
0: thought <laughs> we put that on the shelf and <laughs> forgot about it, but here we are again. Um, and it's uh, always interesting how that affects us or pushes us forward in our work as well. Um, it's a remarkable thing to document uh, one's life and experience, um, and uh, that I imagine during the time where you're doing it every day but also now as you are involved in many different projects regardless it takes discipline doesn't it and it becomes a real uh ritual to it at least that's my assumption uh, oh yeah doing it
1: daily was um an amazing uh deep uh experience um and uh i guess i quit when it got became bad it started to feel like a bad experience rather than a good experience. So, um, I mean, 14 years is a good long run, though. That's amazing. <laughs> it's really
0: a, a remarkable and, and, achievement. And,
1: it, and it, um, it it's not like, a, 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 you know, anyone who does a daily strip, it's, it's hard work, right? But with a typical newspaper strip, you could build up a cushion of, you know, a couple of weeks and go on a vacation. Well, and I went on vacation, I was still drawing the strip because it had to be in real time, right? You know, as I lived it. And it didn't matter if I had, you know, 104 fever, or it didn't matter if I was, uh you know, if we were camping, and it was torrential rain or something, you know, I was still drawing the strip. Yeah. Um did, so did that, you- That's a pretty different experience. Than the experience of a typical daily strip cartoonist.
0: Sure, yeah, you can have the uh, yeah. cousin in the desert come in for a little bit and uh, <laughs> yeah. pal around with a cactus or whatever <laughs> Charles Schultz did with the other. Wasn't that a thing? And and Snoopy's and then the, you know like
1: oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right yeah um, or you know uh, drawing real people in the strip, uh, sometime that you could really hurt them or offend them sure um which happened a couple times most people are uh just loved being in the strip but every once in a while it was a problem yeah and <laughs> I, uh i imagine so yeah <laughs> i feel i feel really bad and anytime it was a problem i've just felt so awful about it yeah um, not not trying to cause anybody problems
0: no no and that that's uh tricky when anyone uh... I mean, there's other people involved in our lives, right? But if we yeah, comment yeah.
1: Well, on it's, that. It's, it's bad, real, you know, you can just cause problems just saying the wrong thing to someone at a party, you know? Like... <laughs> right. <laughs> Life is hard. Right, it's hard. Well, um, uh,
0: one of the things that struck me about that work is that I'm in the middle of processing the loss of both of my parents and and one aspect of that is having to go back and deal with the stuff that made me who I was, you know my childhood stuff, clearing this thing out um, and uh, trying to reconcile the person that I have become with the person that I was and I wondered for you you have it there every day of what was going on. Do oh, you yeah. ever well, just, I, I, is I, it just, I mean it I must be an exercise. It.
1: Yeah, I can't look at it. Yeah. I um people say it's my greatest work but I haven't read it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm a, I'm totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that impulse. I find it, uh, even now, just old photos. One, it's remarkable that it even happened. So there's a little bit of distance there. Where I'm like, okay, if you tell me this happened, I see a picture or something, okay. Oh, I, I have to believe you. But
1: uh, sp- Speaking of, of parents passing away, my, my father passed away uh, a number of years ago, but I inherited his diaries. I've got ah. um, uh number of volumes. uh. Did it's, you know they uh, so, were kept beforehand? Oh yeah yeah oh, okay yeah yeah they weren't like secret or anything um I might have even you know perused them lightly in the in the past um, it's kind of interesting go to go back and and see stuff that uh, you know that he wrote about me like when I was a teenager um, <laughs> All and, right. uh, uh, he likes me. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that,
2: those are pleasant discoveries. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, uh, no, uh, but do you recognize? Uh, did you have the similar opinion of what the situation was? <laughs> in the, in oh those, or... God,
1: I couldn't stand my parents when I was a teenager. <laughs> oh. Just to have them near me at all, just. Otter agony, <laughs> yeah,
0: and and uh, I don't know the age of your children, but are you approaching that? Are you in that? Oh well, now? I've got
1: um uh, uh the, the my youngest uh is fourteen and my oldest is eighteen and off at college now. Ah,
0: so you've you've gone through it and are moving through it. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was fine. Yeah, really. Um uh. I it's, it was pretty good. You know, some hard parts it's pretty good
0: yeah yeah well it's an interesting I actually time. loved it loved it yeah you, you, it seems like
1: you... I, I'm, I mean I, I'm still loving it <laughs> still still in the process of loving being a dad
0: yes yes <laughs> Well, one of the things I loved uh, in terms of interacting with uh, the children around here, uh, I'm a Johnny Boo fan and uh, one of your great uh, series there. And I think it has such a wonderful quality um, in that it's very, it invites performance with it. Yeah, I'm
1: going to say, although people have said, you know, that American Elf is my greatest work, I think Johnny Boo is greater. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I love it, so it's hard for me to <laughs> say otherwise. Um, and the, the voices are so clear to me when I read it. I wondered if they were clear to you. For instance, Squiggle to me has such a high-pitched Southern accent. <laughs>
1: oh, that's wonderful. Um, I can't get. I don't. I, I mean, I don't really want to say what I think their voices are because everybody, like, sure, you know, reads yeah. them in their own voice.
0: But do you um, have a voice that you write them with?
1: I don't think a, at all when I write, them. <laughs> <laughs> but I do would read them to my kids. Yeah, I would read Johnny Boo with my voice, just yeah. straight my voice, no alteration, just my voice. Yeah, I would do squiggle with a high pitched voice. Yeah, <laughs> I would do um, uh, um uh, ice cream monster with a low booming dopey sounding voice, right? Um, <laughs> i just said i didn't want to tell anybody and then i just did it so i'm terrible i'm
0: terrible at keeping secrets i feel like you really do want to talk about these things (laughs) well it should i just wondered if if there's always a because when i read i don't i I,
1: I mean what i mean is i don't want to tell people how they should
0: no yes i understand no no, and i think that's 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 the right impulse um i just wondered if when you if They exist in a place for you where you hear them very clearly because they have such distinct voices just in speaking. And maybe that's just your voice, and that's fine. But I I just wondered if, as you're conjuring the worlds, like even with Glork Patrol, do they sound a particular way when you write them because they also lend themselves to being (laughs) performed in a certain way? But I just wondered for you if if there was an Uh, audio
1: piece. Yeah, I just don't... I just don't... think about the sound um, I be, I write the words and it just goes it's just straight to the brain word to brain yeah like it bypasses the ear so I don't think about that <laughs> I, I know what the tone is like the mental tone yeah but I don't really think of what the actual vibrations would sound like yeah That'll... which is kind of odd as a musician now that i think about it i that i'm and and that i'm just skipping over the audio quality completely and not really thinking about it but
0: that there two two different things for you i guess that's, so that, that's yeah. fine <laughs> uh, but that is what prompted the question thinking oh well uh, with this uh, sort of uh, musical um uh, being uh, might have to might intertwine. Yeah, yeah. but it's so, okay that they're um, separate
1: when i go to do something like uh cast a show uh uh, i you know it's hard to i mean the challenge then is i don't know what they're supposed to sound like right so the actors just have to pick something and then you know you've got a lot of people audition and then a voice just jumps out i i I know i want how the voices sound and i don't know how a particular voice sounds but i know how they sound in relation to each other yeah because that's like an emotional uh, vector uh, between the different sounds. So they all have to sound unique so that you don't hear one person. If one, per, if one character is off camera and they talk, you have to still know it's them. Yeah. And like, you're not going to get two characters mixed up, right? Um, so each actor has got to have a unique voice and they all have to play off each other. The voices have to play off each other in the same way that the characters would, the characters' personalities play off each right,
0: other. Right. Um, That's the music of it.
1: Yeah, the, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Building it in that way.
1: I see it. <laughs> and I don't think this is like, um, this is probably not unique. That's probably the way all shows are cast. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not something that I, um, that anyone ever told me or taught me. But it seemed obvious as soon as we started trying to cast something Right. that this is what you have to do.
0: And those are for animated shows? Yeah. 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 Which we I don't know if you if we can talk about any of that. Are there things there's things, obviously things in the works.
1: Oh, no, I mean, these are things that are, I've know, already set out.
0: sale. OK, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's OK, um,
1: but, but we are uh, uh, been in the process of pitching Johnny Boo Show. Yeah, good. And uh, we're gearing up to start pitching Dragon Puncher Show.
0: Terrific. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, you it's know- uh,
1: you know, uh, I enjoy the process, just I enjoy the process of pitching. So even if it doesn't work out, uh I well, enjoy doing it I enjoy taking my shot
0: <laughs> That's great uh, there's uh, so many people don't like the pitching part so <laughs> well, and
1: I usually get um you know I get a uh, uh uh I usually do it through like something so like somebody's paying me to to put the pitch together right Right. right. that helps (laughs) so that that helps (laughs) i get an option fee and i get uh you know some 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 fee to do more drawings and you know so yes yes it works uh, so pitching is you know i've also done the kind of pitching where i just put it all together myself and then go to the and no one pays me anything for that so
0: um less less fun (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: still fun, but no, I understand. You
1: know, <laughs>
0: I understand. Um, well, in addition <laughs> and to the
1: fun is equal, sure. but it's nice to get. Uh, it's nice to get money.
0: <laughs> yes, end of the day, you're still pushing your projects forward. So whether that yeah. gets recognized in one way or the other, still nice. No, I totally, yeah. I'm on
1: board. Um, uh, I, I, you know, it's 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 interesting. Uh, Uh, I mean there's some argument that you know maybe it's more pure to not get paid for your art in any way whatsoever right because then you're not going to be compromised by you know your chase for the dollar I don't even know how to compromise my art for the dollar if I if I if I could I'd have a lot more money <laughs> I have no idea how. So I just gotta just gotta make the art that I know how to make. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's going fine. So don't don't it's going, change yeah, it's anything. going fine. You don't need to change but, uh, anything. Yeah. Um and I think it's pretty uh uh
0: uh
1: idiosyncratic.
0: <laughs> oh, I would say. Yes. And in addition <laughs> There's to- not a
1: lot of books out there like my book, so
0: no, no. And uh, I appreciate the range too uh, With because you have all these other sort of things happening and then you also have one that might come along like fungus, uh, the unbearable rot oh, of being. Yeah, yeah. which I really enjoyed the kind of existential questioning that goes into projects like that, a kind of call out of what's happening technologically and some of the issues one might face in the modern era, but just with... Um, uh, cast of mushroom characters
1: <laughs> going. Yes, about it's great. It, well, so yeah, mushrooms in the forest talking about uh, science and technology and uh, philosophy and religion, and they don't understand any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically,
0: <laughs> right. Nor nor do they need to. But, uh, <laughs> but
1: you know, I think that. Um, Because really, like, I'm not sure I understand any of it, but, you know, I understand some concepts, but um, uh, I mean, I understand plenty and there's plenty I don't understand. Right. Like, so. So I think that that's I think about philosophy and technology all the time. Uh, so it was natural to draw a comic, you know, exploring. uh exploring those things. Yeah. And and it was actually directly inspired by uh, vernal pools. Uh, so um, for people who don't know what a vernal pool is, that's when the snow melts. And then there's a big puddle in the woods. Um, and that puddle uh, maybe lasts all the way until the next year, maybe it's permanent, or maybe at by the end of summer, it's dried up. Mm -hmm. But in that pool, there's all sorts of, you know, good rotting leaves and stuff going on and frogs and salamanders and, you know, all sorts of good stuff. uh, uh, In that in those pools. Uh, Yeah, the
0: the real business of life going (laughs) on in there. Yeah, it's
1: it's really it's kind of cool. Because when you walk up to one through the woods, you can hear it from you know, hundreds of feet away just a cacophony and when you get within like 20 feet they all shut up yeah and you get there and you're like if you didn't look close you'd you'd think well it's just a you know pool of dead leaves in it nothing more to this than a pool of dead leaves but if you sit there quietly it'll come back to life and you'll start to see all the critters start moving around again and doing their thing um so uh so, yeah, that inspired uh, The the Fungus book as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> imagining what so, some of those things might think of the, of the modern world as they it's, <laughs> sit by the pool. <laughs>
1: that's right. Uh, it's so easy to just stay inside, right, and, like, work on your comics and look at the Internet, and, um, and especially since my office is here, in the house, I can stay inside for days at a time. Um, It's uh, I don't think it's good. I think you got (laughs) think you need to get outside It's
0: a radical statement. But I think I agree.
1: (laughs) And and, uh, I I feel bad for people who who really can't, uh, who can't go for walks in the woods. Um, I think it's super important uh, to get out there. And to get out there and in the mud. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Or well, some of my uh, most uh, fondest and favorite memories were walking through the woods in Vermont and uh, discovering having a tiny frog leap up on your hand and then jump away quickly or the rushing of a creek. So I uh, I, yeah. I And if
1: you live in the city, you know, at least find a tree to look at. Yeah.
0: Or go, look at the clouds. Go you know, to the there's park, still nature go somewhere. There. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, the birds there's, there's plenty of birds. Plenty of birds. That's true. Yeah.
0: That's so true. enjoy what you can. <laughs> Absolutely, James. You've inspired me <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, really wonderful and good they advice. They can't take
1: the they can't take the sky from you, man. <gasps> Anywhere you go. No, that's true. That's true. Well, maybe in prison. I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, I'm sure we can <laughs> find a political a, prisoner or something. A maybe. dark
0: thought to go down. Yes, that, that's uh, true, but we hope to avoid that situation and um, or be able to paint a sky or to be able to express ourselves in a different way that can.
1: Well, they can, they can't take the memory ways. of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
0: right. That's right.
1: Can recreate it in your in your mind. Yes. Um, yes.
0: Um,
1: but uh, I don't know they can't take the sky from us. That That's a good title for a, for a book, right?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, are you going to do it?
1: Maybe. <laughs> okay. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do often think there's, there's this uh, island I like to vacation on and it. And it, when we, my family started vacationing there, uh, it was mostly just, um, fishermen. And now it's mostly, you know, multi-millionaires. Mm. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I sometimes think about how, well, they can buy as much as they want, but they, they can't stop us from enjoying the sea, you know.
0: It's true. But it requires people out there saying, hey, this oh, is yeah. important. And yeah, this true. is valuable.
1: <laughs> and let's enjoy it. The sea belongs to everyone. <laughs> yes. The sea belongs to you and me. That's right. Not just the people who can buy up the houses No, on, on, next to the sea.
0: No, no, <laughs> goodness gracious. And maybe the waters will rise and clear everything out anyway. So. <laughs> or, or Champy or or what? C- oh, your champ C- or the Seagark. Seagark will claim them <laughs> and drag them back down. Um,
1: oh, what? I went for a, um, uh, in, uh, only once in... Uh, in college that i go on a like a spring break uh, some friends and i uh, one of them had a uncle who had a, a um, you know a house by the ocean and uh and it was not a house on the ocean until two weeks before we arrived when a giant storm came and washed the houses between him and the ocean away. And now the beach went right up to his house, which was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then down the beach, we'd walk down the beach and they would be like, you know, gigantic um, beachfront homes like broken on their and on their side, just on the beach, like, Tilted upside down or whatever, like all up and down. So yeah, it was a big storm. It's a good thing that storm didn't happen while we were on spring break, and that it happened two weeks before. Yeah, um, because that must have been some.
0: Either way, the the event. ruins of a uh, ocean town make for a fine spring break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how to live it up. I'll tell <laughs> That's you that.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, James... so I don't. Uh,
1: that was when. Um, uh, so we uh, we went to like a, a uh, uh, you know, convenience store, gas station or something. And, and they had like a spinner rack of comics there. Yeah. And, um, and all they had was, you know, your t- typical superhero comics. Um, so although me and my friends were not into that at that point in our lives, we bought a bunch just for the hell of it and loved them all. There wasn't a single one we didn't love. Um, (laughs) But that was the period when the Hulk was gray again and wore uh, like a mob boss suit.
0: Right. Nice suit. Nicely tailored suit. And uh, his intelligence was uh, present. Yeah, so he was not just Hulk smash. He was,
1: but he, would, but somehow became a mobster, which like <laughs> I, I don't know why, uh, but that's what he was doing with his life at that point. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we never know where life will take us, do we? <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't. And what we'll find there once we're there. But uh, I'm uh, glad that. Uh, Life led us to this point, and we could have this conversation today. It's been really lovely, and I learned a lot. <laughs> so, um, I thank you for being here and taking oh, can, some can time.
1: I, can I mention one other book? Uh, absolutely, that we, that we didn't oh, talk about. I've got a, a new series with uh Scholastic called ah. uh, Banana Fox,
0: Banana Fox,
1: and uh, uh, there's um Banana Fox and the Secret Sour Society, it's the first one, and then um. I can't remember the name of the second. <laughs> and then uh, in May, Banana Fox and the Gummy Monster Mess oh. comes out. So these these, these are like a, a detective uh uh series. Um where Banana Fo- uh there's um, the Secret Sour Society is a um, uh, an evil society that he thought that he had uh defeated in the past and now he's retired um but there there's all these clues that maybe they're back. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but but Banana uh, Fox is on the case. Banana Fox is on the case. <laughs> He's really a, a kind of guy, a lot like Clarking Warrior. He like mm. you know bumbles through his his cases. Mm-hmm. Um, the bumbling the bumbling detective.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and is that uh, with scholastic is that aged uh, for, or is it targeted for a certain age group or like anything anybody well i'm sure it? that
1: it is targeted for a certain age group but um uh that's never what i'm i'm thinking about when i'm yeah. drawing them but yeah uh you know elementary school aged yeah uh like first through fifth grade or something like that yeah
0: and yeah. Uh, well that's uh, terrific! Those are I mean, the, the books are so good. I hope everybody goes out and gets them. And uh, whatever point they are, uh, uh, be whatever age they are, that you'll find something out of them. And
1: they, yes, and the, and the and if if you're just, I mean, I think that grownups can enjoy um, a fun comic, right? Oh, like, sure. Just have some fun, man. Sure. Um, and, and then if you really want to get serious, you know, read Fungus: The Unbearable Rot of Being. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Good to balance. <laughs> Which is it still out. pretty goofy, too. <laughs> it's pretty silly.
0: yeah. No, it's it's uh, all of it has a great deal of joy, as we said, and I really appreciate that. So um, we, we thanks need for ha-
1: thanks for having me on. Yes,
0: absolutely. I love everyone, but I have a special place for comics artists in my heart. Just a unique blend of quirk and knowledge and kindness in this one. And oh, to discover a vernal pool with James! What wonder he brings to everything. And yes, the conversation kept going even after we turned off the mics. There's just so much to discuss. Glork Patrol is out everywhere. You can find most of James's back catalog in the world. Somehow, I believe you can do it. I believe in you. It's definitely worth a pour over some fine spring afternoon. And speaking of those, it's finally starting to get nice again where I am and I hope where you are too. Go out and enjoy it. Get outside as James and I both implore you to do and please remember, But although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night with Dale is independently produced, written and performed by James Bewley. Season 14 artwork by M.K. Cummins. Season 14 theme features lyrics and vocals by Kylie Lotts, music by Austin Lotts, and mixing by Zach Robbins. It's never too late to give Dale a positive review while hitting subscribe on Apple Podcasts. But you can also tune in to Dale's Frequency on Stitcher, Podchaser, SoundCloud, and Spotify, wherever you are. Dale's right there with you. To get in touch with mindfulness tips, positive reinforcement, or just to say hello, email Dale directly at DaleRadioGmail.com. At Be sure to follow him on Instagram by looking up at Dale Siever. From our being to yours, thank you for visiting The Deep Night.